Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Happy August 1st, everyone. And on the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. In order to be considered for book of the month, a book has to meet a very simple criteria. It has to be impactful enough that it will either change your life or your perspective on the world. And whether it does or not, of course, is up to you. If you simply read the book as a piece of entertainment, well, you're missing the point. But if you internalize it and make it part of you, you have a chance at real transformation. Well, the book this month is definitely worthy of book of the month. And it's a book called Time Smart, How to Reclaim Your Time and Live a Happier Life by Ashley Willens. The title might imply this is yet another time management book. Well, this is not a time management book like so many out there. We're a generation of overworked, overstressed, rushed maniacs. Back in 2012, a study found that 50% of working Americans were always rushed and 70% had never enough time. Instead, the book examines the decisions that each of us make with respect to time. The root of those decisions is often found in the headwaters of the value judgments that we each make with respect to time and money. Some people are financially poor. Some are time poor, and many are both. There are lots of people out there with ample cash that are still time poor. And if you're listening to this podcast, chances are high that you're in that last category. That is, you've got plenty of money, but you don't have enough time. If you ever spent an hour trying to find a cheaper flight or cheaper hotel room, the end of that hour, you might have saved 20 bucks. Have you ever driven 20 minutes out of your way to fill the gas tank and save $2 in fuel because it was cheaper at Costco than the gas station next door? Have you chosen to mow your lawn instead of hiring someone to do it for you? Have you missed a family vacation or a child's birthday because of a work commitment? Have you completed a document for a customer over the weekend because there was no one else to do it and you ran out of time during the week? These are all examples of trade-offs between time and money. The truth is that few people value money to the exclusion of time, nor do they value time to the exclusion of money. There's always a threshold. Are we working more than we did in previous generations? You might think we are. Everyone just seems so much busier. But you would think with technology, we're more productive. It turns out we are. We actually have more leisure time than 50 years ago on average. But time poverty doesn't arise from a mismatch between the hours we have and the hours we need. It's 24 hours a day, just like always. It's about how we think about and value those hours. It's really a value judgment on our time. For those who are driven by valuing money more than time, but have a sense that they would really like more time back, the author provides a framework for both finding more time and for funding it. She creates a new metric called happiness dollars. This is the income equivalent of the happiness produced by a time choice. For those who experience insecurity about money, it could be an effective tool. There's lots of multimillionaires and even some billionaires out there who deep down fear running out of money. The idea here is to make value judgments. Not all time is created equal in terms of value. Leisure time spent watching TV might not be as valuable as leisure time swimming at the beach. Working time answering emails might not be as valuable as working time organizing a project plan or delegating elements of that plan. Funding time can happen in numerous ways. You can outsource certain work-related tasks to people who earn less than you. The difference between your hourly wage and their hourly wage is the simplest way to buy back time, the arbitrage between those two hourly rates. But if you're an entrepreneur like me, and you're funding the growth of your business, that's sometimes a more difficult trade-off to make. You don't have an hourly wage. Developing a discipline to value your time as the business leader is critical to getting out of the time trap. 
the concept of time affluence is in fact attaching greater value to that scarcest resource of all. Even the wealthiest of all want more time. I have no doubt that Steve Jobs would have given up his billions in a heartbeat for more time. His life was cut short. He never got to enjoy the custom-designed yacht he had built. He died a year before it was completed. I never got to meet Steve Jobs in person, but I did speak with him a few times on the phone. He was a very driven individual. Time affluence can be created by saying no to more things. Time management practices seem to focus on managing to-do lists and prioritizing tasks. The concept of time affluence starts higher upstream with valuing time affluence. Someone whose time affluent is less rushed. Since reading this book, I've reduced the number of construction site visits I've made. Instead, I call the site foreman and ask for photos instead. I've canceled proposed business trips in favor of Zoom meetings. I've opted out of meetings that others could handle. None of this is achieved through willpower. See, willpower requires resistance against another force. It's a bit like fighting gravity. Instead, the default choice is always the time affluent choice. As you think about that, go get a copy of Time Smart by Ashley Willens. Have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.